Leonard Nimoy, known to many as Spock from Star Trek, passed away this past Friday at the age of 83. We here at Super Nerd Pal salute him and hope his memory will live long and prosper. everybody, thanks for tuning in. This is episode 8 of Super Nerd Pals, your weekly conversational podcast about video games, comics, and everything else. My name is Andy, and you can find me on Twitter at Joe underscore Tuna, and here with me is Stan. A Luigi. <laughs> and you can find Stan on Twitter at Stan Doom. Doom! So how's your week? Pretty good. Uh, I bought a Wii U. Oh yeah. yeah Finally like... joining the club. Oh, I'm so excited. I I have one in my house, but it's not really mine, so it's it's good it feels good to be able to have my own home console. My and own home Nintendo console. Do you own Smash or is that also your brother's? It's his, but I the games isn't the big deal, like I'd always play the games, but it's just getting a hand of the console. Mm-hmm. It's pretty exciting because the last time I had a Nintendo like home system for my own was the GameCube. So oh my god! Yeah, it's been a while since I had my own, so I'm excited to play Star Fox Wii U, Zelda Wii U. Uh, man, did you know that Nintendo put up the Donkey Kong Country games on the eShop this week? Yeah, and, and also Nite- on and purchase, you get a discount on Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, right? Yeah, and there's also the Donkey Kong Land games for the Game really? Boy on the 3DS. Oh yeah. my god, I want it. God. Leave it to Nintendo to make me really excited about ROMs, you know? (laughs) Only Nintendo. They're really good at that. Also, a little funny story is um, this weekend I was with my girlfriend and we were watching Dragon Ball Z. I just had it on, Dragon Ball Z Kai, and she comes in the room and it's the scene where Goku's fighting Vegeta. It's like the beginning of the Saiyan saga and Goku has like no shirt <laughs> and she looks up and it's like just Goku's bare chest and she's like oh my god naked Goku and then and then like as a joke it shows Vegeta and I'm like so who's that and she's Vegeta I mean she goes um Goku with shoulder pads <laughs> and then Krillin comes on screen and she's like oh look it's bald Goku and then Gohan and she's like oh look that's baby Gohan so then I just start asking her who all the characters are like to name them it's like um uh, who was on, like, I forgot what she said, but it was, like, uh, like, Chi-Chi's dad, Ox King. Ox King. Like, who's, who's that? And she's like, oh, that's Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Just running the mass names it's for like, It's like one of those memes you see on the internet where, where, like, a kid will have their parents name all the video game characters and they just give them weird names. Yeah. So she's, like, name everyone a variant of Goku except for Ox King, who was, like, Frank. Frank. So that was Frank my, the Ox King. That was my week. How about your week? My week was alright. I uh, started picking up... Well, I started replaying uh, Warframe, Mm -hmm. which has kind of piqued my interest, and we'll go into that a little bit later. Um, I've also been playing some Majora's Mask, doing a lot of side quests for no reason. And that's pretty much it. For masks. That's why you do that. Well, not for masks. I I was only going for the heart piece ones. That's pretty much it. They're both very important. Heart pieces are extremely important. But yeah. Uh, anyway. So news. Couple, uh, couple pieces of news this week. Got, Not got, some, got some stuff. Dragon Quest Heroes is coming to North America. PlayStation exclusive too. Oh so yes. Cool. I'm looking so forward to that. Have you ever played Dragon Quest? I have. Are we also getting the slime PS4? Uh, question. I've I've seen it for like the Japan. I seen it when it first was announced for Japan. It says in in Japan, GameSpot is where the article comes from. It says in Japan, Sony released a special edition Metal Slime PS4. That shit ain't coming here. Nah, done. Nobody cares enough. About Dragon Quest in the West for there to be a special edition PlayStation here. I mean, 
Dragon Quest can always be like like um, Fire Emblem, where it wasn't that big until they were like, well, if we don't sell like 200,000 copies of Fire Emblem, we're not making another Fire Emblem game, and then boom, millions sold. But Dragon Quest is a great series. I know. Dragon I, Quest is great. Have, but you ever, have you played Dragon Quest Eight for the PS2? Yeah. I only bought it because it came with a demo for Final Fantasy Twelve. But, wow. I, but that game was so good that I, I kind of forgot about the demo. and It was definitely a worth-picking-up game, back in those days at least. Also, Even dra- now. Yeah. I would, I would fucking slap somebody to get a Dragon Quest VIII HD version on the, on the PlayStation Network. <laughs> you would slap somebody? Yeah. Even if, it doesn't even have to be like an HD up, in, um, upgrade. No, just port that shit. Yeah, just port it. Make it a classic. I would buy that so quickly. Cause I'd I na- buy that. I never managed to finish Dragon Quest VIII, but it's one of my favorites. Also, Dragon Quest X for the 3DS, I mean, the regular DS was, like, great also. I haven't played that one. That one's awesome. I, I got a little bit of it from my friend, because he had it, and I played his copy, and then, I don't know, junior high school kind of, like, ended and never talked to him again. Mm-hmm. Um, Koei Tecmo is making this. It's essentially going to be Hyrule Warriors with Dragon Quest characters it's on the be PlayStation. Awesome. So it'll be, hope hopefully, PlayStation's version of Hyrule Warriors. And I just I really like Dragon Quest, and so you get to play as all the Dragon Quest people and like fight all the monsters and stuff. So yeah, that should be pretty awesome. I think it'll bring some good to Dragon Quest. Yeah, a lot of known. Bring like put some eyes on that shit because. Dragon Quest Eleven is definitely being made, so... Really? Oh, yeah, definitely. It has to... Wait, is it Eleven, or is it... Okay, so here here's the problem. Dragon Quest Nine was the DS game. Ten was the online game. Oh, okay. So Eleven is the one I'm, I'm guessing they're making now. Unless if they're just skipping the Twelve, or making Eleven Two. Or well, who knows if it's even going to come out, because we're still waiting on Final Fantasy Fifteen and Kingdom Hearts Three. Well... Final Fantasy fifteen looks fucking amazing. I'm not I'm purposefully not watching any footage on it because I'm waiting for the demo that's coming with Type Zero. Oh, there's a demo coming with Type Zero? Yeah, if you buy Type Zero, it comes with like a bonus. See, disc, I wasn't I gonna buy Type Zero, but now I feel Why like... were you gonna buy Type Zero? Because it's just one of those games that I could like live without until it gets cheaper or whatever. Fuck but that if it's gonna Final come Fantasy with, with de- like blood and shit, man. I know. Come but... on. Oh, fine. 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 You know you want the demo for 15. Well, hell yeah, now I'm definitely getting it for the demo. Fuck <laughs> that. It was one of my, like, games that I wanted for this month. When does Type Zero come out? End of the month. Okay. P.S. Happy March. Happy March, Happy guys. March. Hey, guess what the uh, PlayStation Plus games for March are? What? We don't know. <laughs> Sony uh, delayed the announcement of this month's PlayStation Plus games, so we won't know probably till next week. That's awesome, though. So that's, like a, that's like a non-news story. That's like news 1.5. It's like negative news. Yeah. You love negatives. I don't love negatives. <laughs> Are we saying it's negative something? Well, yeah, because <laughs> if we're delaying news, then it's negative news because it's not happening. Well, we don't owe them news. Well, so no, it's, it's but close, they owe us news. It's closer to zero news than negative. I guess. <laughs> Maybe we owe Sony some news. <laughs> we gotta send them some news. I'll write them an email tonight. Let's send them some news about the Batman Arkham Knight trailer. Oh yeah, Batman Arkham Knight trailer. Oh my god, this game. Also got an M rating. Oh man, I don't know what Rocksteady's doing with this game, but I fucking love it. They refuse to compromise a story in order to lower the rating of the game, so... That's, really? Yeah, that's why it's staying at M. That's fucking awesome. So that means the story's got to have some like crazy shit going on. For it, it definitely to be does. I talked to someone about um, the Batman M rating, and they were like, "Well, Batman was already killing people in like fucking the first three games. Why is this one an M?" And no, he's like, not killing anybody. He's just like dropping them off of buildings and stuff, and breaking their spines. You know, Batman shit. Yeah, you know, you know, no one dies. Doesn't really kill anybody. But yeah. This game, like, just off the trailer, that shit looks fucking amazing. The graphics look really great, and... It, it looks like they're bringing back every villain. They are. I mean, Arkham Origins was shit. Yeah, I refuse to play Origins, honestly. Oh, man. 
I'm not going back. I and regret playing, playing that game. Like, I I had to do a stand, play the first, like play it for thirty minutes, and decide: Do I like this game? But you beat it, didn't you? No. Oh. I quit. Yeah, that's my. Well, I'm not gonna say patent, but that's my kind of like rule. Like rule. It. I give it like an hour, thirty minutes to an hour. If it doesn't keep my interest, then it goes away. I don't know. I just felt like like all the twists that game threw at me, like Blast Black Mask is putting out a hit list for for Batman, and then you find out it's not Black Mask. It's Joker. Whoa. I have like no problem with ignoring parts of a franchise that I don't like. So for me, it's just Arkham. Uh, what was the first game called? Batman? Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum. Arkham City, and now Arkham Knight. That's all I care about. Arkham right? Origins it's doesn't just, exist. It's just like the Resident Evil movies. Extinction doesn't exist, and the X Men movie Origins doesn't exist. Barakapool. <laughs> that <What>? exists. <laughs> I feel like any anytime you put Origins in the the title. It's best to ignore it. Except- Anytime you do a prequel, a bad prequel, and just like, slap I feel like, origins on I it. I feel like what they should have done. Well, that's true because both of those titles have origins. You can kind of ignore every title that has origins or rise in the title, <laughs> like Rise of Blah Blah. Just Rise, it. Son of Rome. That game sucked. Yeah, just if you, their main title is Rise, so just ignore it. The only game you shouldn't ignore that has Origins as a title in the title is Dragon Age. I was just gonna bring that up. Dragon Age Origins is the exception to the rule. But I feel like Arkham Origins would have done really well if they introduced a new character, like a new character, like what Arkham Knight's doing. Introduce a new character exclusive to the game, because then I would want to play the game to know as much about this character. But no, no. It, it shouldn't. It would have been good if it was done by Rocksteady, but it wasn't because they were working on this game. Yeah, Rocksteady was like, "Fuck whoever's getting this game. <laughs> Just take this piece of shit." Doesn't exist. Yeah, well, that's pretty much it for the news today. Pretty light on that. Now into some game chat. How far are you, Majora's Mask? I am, I would like to say, the middle of Dungeon 2. Yeah, me too. I would say roughly halfway through the game at this point. Right now I'm trying to figure out uh, what I'm doing with the giant totem pole that retracts. Trying to figure that out. And I just got fire arrows, so I'm having fucking Wait, great time get, with that. Wait, where did you get fire arrows? Where the hell did you get them? Tell me. I was just walking I around. <laughs> I was walking around, I found a room... With uh, this like magician, and he teleports between like the four corners of the room, and if you get too close, he leaves. So pretty much what I did was just hold down uh, L so that it locked on whenever he appeared, and I just shot an arrow at him. What room is this in? I don't know. It's some room in. Um, there's a room with four pillars, and you have to play as the Goron, and then you uh. You curl up into a ball and you jump, and it pushes down one panel and like pushes up the other. It's like a mini puzzle. It's really easy to figure out. Once you figure that out, it's in that room right there. See, I mostly play the game in transit, so like on the train. Yeah. And there's like no service, so I can't look up the solution. So I get stuck, and then I'm just like, I can't figure out what I'm doing. So then I just like. It really helps if you play that part with headphones, because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing until I had my headphones in, and uh, I was able to hear, like, the timer for one of the pillars. And I was uh, like, oh. Okay. So I gotta go back and figure that out, because I feel like once I get the fire arrows, it's a wrap. Yeah, once you get the fire arrows, that dungeon, like, you can explore way more of that dungeon. And I'm trying to also collect the 15 fairies. I'm on 9. Mm. I don't think I have like two fairies. I'm just like, like didn't even like. <laughs> Fuck the fairies. I gotta go back and get all the fairies. Yeah, in. I used the lens of truth, and I accidentally found the hole in some ceiling, and I saw a fairy there, and I was like, "Hey." So you know what? I, I it's because I entered the dungeon at the end of like the second night, so I know I'm not gonna be able to finish the dungeon yeah, in time. So I, I just like let me just dick around. I in got this the lullaby. I got the lullaby. It took me a full day 
to get the lullaby. And then once it hit day two and I acquired the lullaby, I went back in time just so that I could do that dungeon with a full day. Yeah, I knew I didn't have time, so I just decided to go in there and just stick around. Yeah, that makes sense. So I'm going to probably rewind time. And then I actually straight. probably should have done the same in actuality, just to figure shit out. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm up to in Majora's Mask. Yeah. I also beat Resident Evil HD as Chris this past oh, week. Oh, man. Yeah. How different was the ending compared to Jill's? It's almost exactly the same. Just with the Wesker swaps? Yeah, Wesker takes place of uh, Barry yeah. and... It's the fight with Lisa Trevor is kind of funny because Chris comes down and, and Wesker's like, come here and take a piece of the action. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so, like, uh, team up with Wesker for a little bit was kind of cool. And then I think that's the only time in the whole series where that happens, where you and Wesker, like, are on the same BFFs. team. Yeah, we're, like, hanging out and, like... Holding take, hands, fighting felt like zombies. two buddy cops. Like, I would like a prequel game where, like, you're just, like, Chris and Wesker just so don't chilling. call it Resident Evil Origins. Yeah, don't do that. Or Resident Evil Begins. Begins. It could just be, like, a regular... It could be, like, true, <laughs> like true crime. I was going to say something, but, like, as a joke to your negatives. Resident Evil Negative 1. Yeah, why not? One point. They have 0. 1.1. No. Negative 1 works in this state. Because they have zero already? Yeah. And there's, there wouldn't be any zombies in the in this prequel because this is before everything. Before the fall. So it would be like true crime. And it'd, true. Be, like, it'd be Wesker and Chris rolling around Raccoon City like busting Why like, don't we purse. just take true crimes and just hack it to put a Goku... Uh, Goku. What? what? <laughs> a Chris and Wesker like layouts. Cop, <laughs> cop Goku. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it kind of reminds me of cops is in the new Dragon Ball Z movie, apparently Krillin becomes a cop. Krillin must be the most broken fucking cop because he's one of the strongest humans in the world. Why not? Why don't? Why does he become a cop? Why not like a superhero? He's just gonna fucking like, go on. He's not even gonna have a gun. Freeze with his hand up. Just shoot out key blasts. Like tiny ones. Pew 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 pew. I would, I'd say Krillin would become a cop because he needs the money. You think so? Yeah, I don't Didn't know. Launch, like, steal all his money? Launch is a bitch. Oh, jeez. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of Dragon Ball Z, how is Xenoverse? Xenoverse is so fucking good. Oh, my God. Bro, I've been trying to pick that shit up since day one, and everywhere has been sold out. I, I cannot get that shit anywhere. Really? Yeah. Your store? Yeah. GameStop? Yeah. I picked it up the day it came out in the city. Like, that's why you bastard. Went, went, picked it up, played it since. It's it's so good. It's like, it's not perfect. It they have like a lot. There's like a lot wrong with the game. I don't want to say there's a lot wrong with it, but there's, like, some annoyances. I heard the servers are having issues at the moment. Yeah, the ser- I, I don't know if they anticipated having so many people get the game Probably at once. Probably not, because, I mean, my store was only able to cover the, reser- oh, the reserves. Other than that, no one else was able to get a copy. And the same thing with GameStop the day of. I went to GameStop, and they told me that they only have enough for reservations. Which almost never happens. Yeah, especially with GameStop. I think, yeah, like, honestly, I don't think they anticipated to have to sell as much as they did. You see, I kind of just waited on it purposely because the the last two Dragon Ball Z games weren't that great. No, I, I honestly, I have not been hooked on a Dragon Ball game like this since Budokai 3. Yeah. Since the PS2 games. Budokai or Tenkaichi? Budokai 3. I've actually, I was pretty hooked on Tenkaichi and I was pretty hooked on Raging Blast. I Raging Blast 2, I think, was... Weird. Some of the mechanics that they changed, I didn't really like. I liked Raging Blast too because of the characters. Yeah, the character roster was nice, but they, I don't know, everything looked chrome and just weird. Yeah. So uh, in Xenoverse, you're you create your own character. You created a Saiyan, of course. Of course, because Super Saiyan, right? Uh, you could pick between humans. Who the fuck couldn't play as a human? First of all, who cares? Saiyans. Namekians and Frieza's race. What is, what is Frieza's race? It literally, it, it literally says Frieza's race. 
They don't tell you. The fuck? They don't give you a name. Just freezes race. They couldn't ask uh, Akira Toriyama for a name? I guess not. I guess they couldn't be bothered. Maybe he doesn't know. Like Yoda's race in Star Wars. Nobody knows. He's just going to play Xenoverse? Freezes race. Yeah. Alright. And then uh, the Majin Buu race was was the selection. So I made a saying. Um, The story is essentially there's these villains who are manipulating time to fuck up this timeline and kill the good guys and trunks is like a time cop and he's <laughs> he essentially hires you to be like his second in command so he's like jim gordon and you're like dude is just space police yeah you're you're a space cop i mean not a space cop but time cop oh yeah time cop you're yeah. you're it's like the time police that's, that's really weird they call it time patrolman but fuck that you're a time cop <laughs> right so it's your job to go back in time to fix the timeline and to make it the way it originally was or as close to it as you can get. And it ends up in, in like a lot of different uh, scenarios where the timeline gets changed a little bit and you got to change it back. Every- yeah, I heard acquiring Super Saiyan for your character is really hard. I don't think it's that hard. I think you have to play a certain mission, but... You have to play a certain mission. You have to get a certain... Ending, and there's a percentage of drop rate that the item falls. So if it doesn't fall, you have to redo the mission again. Well, it makes sense that they would make you work to get Super Saiyan. I guess. You wouldn't just want to get it off the bat. My whole idea is I'm going to make a bald Saiyan just so that I could see what he looks like when he turns His Super Saiyan. eyebrows are just going to turn blonde. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> I don't care. I want to see It'll it. It'll be like Nappa. Um, all right, so... Every time there's it, they section off the storyline to little bits where it's like, um, you know, the Raditz part, and then the part where you fight Vegeta and Nappa, and then you go to Namek, you fight the Namekians. So they section it off, and each section has its own bad ending that you see before. Like, this is what happens if you don't change the timeline. It shows, like, the scene where uh, Goku's grabbing Raditz, and Piccolo's about to, sh- to fire the special beam cannon and kill them both. Raditz just powers out. Goku gets killed, and he just, like, murders Piccolo. What the- yeah, so it's like, Trunks is like, well, that's not supposed to happen. I guess you gotta go in and stop it. <laughs> so he just sends you in, and then you have to team up with Goku and Piccolo and take out Raditz. And what the fuck? Yeah, so you go in, you you go back in time, and they're like, who the fuck is this? And you, like, fight him, and then weaken him enough so that Goku can grab him, and Piccolo can kill them both the way, the way it was originally. So you're not going in there to save Goku. Goku's still gotta die. You still gotta make sure he dies in that fight. But you have to make sure that Raditz also dies. Yeah. So you have to, then later on, for example, when you're fighting Vegeta, you have to let Vegeta go. Even though Krillin wants to stop him, you have to stop Krillin from killing him. Because the way the timeline's supposed to go is he's supposed to... Vegeta lives. Yeah. And then, like, when the Cybermen come, you have to let Yamcha... Yamcha die? You have to let Yamcha, Tien, and Chaozu die. You can't do anything about it. Which is well, funny. Well, shouldn't, shouldn't Chaozu and uh, Chaozu die to Nappa, as well as Tien? Yeah, but... Not Cybermen? It's the problem is that the timeline changed because there was like too many Cybermen and they were too powerful. They were stronger than they were supposed to be, and that's how the timeline was getting fucked up. Oh, okay. So you you were supposed to come in there and like kill them all so that uh, those three die. Those three die, and then you're supposed to hold off Nappa until Goku can get there. Make sure Nappa doesn't kill Piccolo and Gohan. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. My favorite part though is that they have these little side quests that you can take on. And even though the main storyline is single player, the, the side quest you can do with other people, like player characters, like you and I can like play a side quest together, but we can't play the, the main line, the main storyline together. And there, Trunks explains it as these little fragments in time that get broken off after you fix the original timeline. And your job is to go there and see see the timeline through to the end. And that doesn't always mean like doing a good guy thing. My favorite, one of my favorite quests is like I'm walking around. They, first of all, the game is in a hub world, like kind of like Destiny, where all the other player characters, all the players are like hanging out. Yeah. So you're walking around, you see other people and their characters, and you can like interact and like form parties and stuff. And you can take up side quests. And um, I saw Rats just hanging out. <laughs> Raditz was just like chilling like this is right after I beat Raditz in the storyline so and like, he was just chilling in the hub world well it's time you know you're time police you're out of time so like shit's like crisscrossing and stuff wait so so you could see like NPCs yeah like you can, Raditz you can Vegeta talk, yeah so, oh that's cool 
Ratch is there. He had a little question mark above his head. So I was like, does he have a quest for me? So I, I talked to Ratch. And Ratch <laughs> is like, yo, I'm about to go to Earth, kick the shit out of my brother. You want to come with? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I want to go with you, Raditz. So you say yes. You got to go to Earth. You got to help Raditz kill his fucking Goku and Piccolo. And that's, that's the fucking quest. crazy. Yeah, it's great. And then the same thing happened a little bit later after I finished the Saiyan saga. Nappa was hanging out. And Nappa was like, yo, we're going to go conquer Earth. And we're going to sell it off. You want to come with me? I'm like, fuck yeah, let's fucking go. Let's go, Nappa. Yo, oh my god. I would love to do that type of shit. I love how it gives you... It gives you the, the good guy perspective and then the bad guy. And then you can go and play through the bad guy timeline. You be like, mm, fuck you. It's even better because they react to you depending on your race. So if you're Saiyan, the other Saiyan characters are going to be like, oh, it's another Saiyan. Like Rad's Nappa. Yeah, Frieza's race will probably be like, ugh, Saiyan. Yeah, something like that. And um, Namekians are afraid of Frieza's race, for example, because they're yeah. fucking bastards. Um, so it's awesome. There's also other... Things there's um, the main characters of the story um, <clears throat> of Dragon Ball Z. You can like train under them. You can. Oh make, yeah, that I heard. My friend yeah. was telling me that he's like training under Vegeta. Yeah, they. You can like um, acquire mentor different, them. Yeah, you can. Get, well, they mentor you. Yeah, you get different masters through the game. So like, if you want to learn the Destructo Disc, you would train under Krillin. And, Fuck that. Well, you you can like have multiple masters, not at the same time, but once you finish training with Krillin, you can move on and train with somebody else. Oh, so for example, you can collect like Destructo Dish, Kamehameha, Galaxy. Special Bean Cannon, yeah. And so you, it's not even just the good guys. You can train under Frieza. You can train under Beerus. Oh, I didn't know Beerus was a part of the story. He's he's pro- he's towards the end. Interesting. Yeah. So. Um, I don't think the characters show up until you finish their Have part. Have you beat the game? No. Um, I'm just reaching Frieza. I heard... I was in my store, and I was talking to a co-worker about uh, fighting Terra in Kingdom Hearts, and how I was, like, like fucking... I rage-quitted that shit, like, six times. And as I was telling my co-worker about this, a customer came in and asked, are you talking about Xenoverse? And I was like, no, why? And he said that Frieza made him rage quit like 16 times. That game is really hard. I like, heard Frieza is like the hardest boss there. Like, make no bones about it. This game will like piss you off. It's very frustrating. That's one It's one of the detractors from the game. It's not, sometimes there's there's a few things wrong with it. It's really hard, so you got to be really persistent. Um... There's uh sometimes the sound will cut out in certain areas, so you'll hear some things, but you won't hear other things. Like there was a scene where Nappa was walking, and you wouldn't hear his footsteps, so it, it just it's a little jarring. But yeah. the game is the rest of the game is so good that it kind of minimizes the things that's wrong with it, and it's probably the way it's going right now going to be my favorite Dragon Ball Z game. I mean, I'm pretty sure in the future there'll be updates to like fix all those problems. Oh, I'm sure they they already have a season pass. Yeah. And it's going to add a whole bunch of um, new storyline missions, new side quests, and new characters you can unlock. 25 bucks for the season pass. That's really cheap. Yeah, and I was I didn't get it the same day because I was like, let me see how, how, how I like the game first before I plunk down more money for the season pass. But so far, I'm enjoying the game so much. And I know that once I finish it, I'm going to go back and make a new character which yeah. for a different race. So... I know once you beat the game, I think like seven or eight character slots on like unlock so that you can create more characters. Yeah, when you start, you can only make the one, but as soon as you finish the main quest, you can create other ones. I think I would also make a female Saiyan. That's what I did. Oh, okay. I made a female Saiyan, so I'm going to go back. Actually, one of the voices, so you could pick several different voices. I think voice eight for males is uh, Ghost Nappa from Team Four Star. Are you serious? He recorded all the lines for this voice, and so he says, like, a bunch of in-jokes from the show. So, like, when he does, like, Piccolo's special beam cannon, he's like, Makasakapaka! And he'll say, like, advanced geometry! And he'll, like... That's crazy! He'll say, like, a bunch of, like, hilarious shit from from the uh, Dragon Ball Bridge show. Yo, Team Four Star is my fucking favorite. I was, like, I was, like, oh, shit, like, they... Like, it's, like, canon now. Like, there's, like, a Space Australia move. Well, yeah, they even... (laughs) I mean, they even got the the voice actor for Goku to be on the show several times. Yeah, so I'm... My next character's gonna have that voice. (laughs) For sure. Oh, yeah. 
So, yeah, I, I'm really enjoying it. I'll probably have, like, some kind of review, like, official review once I finish it in full. But I'm hoping that somewhere gets it in stock soon because I want that shit, like, today. Get it out through Amazon or something. I want to, but it doesn't guarantee that I got the day one edition. Oh, uh, yeah, you're gonna um, you're gonna want the like Super yeah. Saiyan Four Vegeta character. Exactly. Yeah, it's I recommend it if you can get a get a hold of it. Definitely do it sooner rather than later so we can play. Yeah. If you if you see it somewhere that you can pick it up for me, do that shit and I'll give you the money. All right, I'll I'll keep it in mind. I'll take a look, but definitely so we can like multiplayer that shit. Oh, for sure. Like kick the shit out Goku and Piccolo. Fucking yeah. Like rule the universe. You, you want to fuck up these bullshit Earthlings? Fuck you. Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> What's the Cybermen? We ain't using them shits. Nope. All right, so the next game that I've been playing recently, uh, I picked up Warframe, as I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, that fucking game. That game got so much better. I remember playing it when it was released, and I didn't like it too much. Same here, but one of our friends had told me you need to get back on it. And I was like, alright. Fucking, they're up to update 14. And the game is like a completely different thing. Really? Like, 100% different. And what's different? Different weapons, different way to play, different... Like, all the characters now have own special abilities that they do. It's fucking like... It's Destiny on crack. And it's free to play. Genoverse reminds me of Destiny, but better. Yeah, it looks like everyone's doing Destiny better than Destiny. Yeah, that's pretty sad, actually. Yeah. If if a licensed anime game is doing Destiny better than Destiny is... A licensed anime game that hasn't made a good game in quite a while. Yeah, the f- also, um, to go back to this universe real quick, the, f- the way the combat works is similar to Battle Z, but it's just, it's much better. I haven't played Battle Z. It's like multi, like more than one person at a time. I just didn't want to know my trophy list. Yeah, it's not that great, but uh, it's it's best if you look at Xenoverse as more of an RPG with like fighting game elements than a fighting game with RPG yeah. elements because it feels more like an RPG. It has like MMO stuff in there. It's got like level a leveling system. You can like a lot points to different like to key to health to attacks. That kind of reminds me of uh, like the Tenkaichi Three. Yeah. Because, uh, not Tenkaichi, Budokai 3. Oh, yeah, you're right. When you play the single player, you can, like, level yeah, up your character. Yeah, you character. level up your characters. And then you just put the points to whatever the hell you want. Special, key, defense, other shit. Yeah, it's it's pretty similar to that. Um, yeah, and you can unlock, like, different armor sets. And also you can unlock, like iconic ones so you can get like Goku's outfit or Vegeta's outfit yeah I heard outfit. one of the DLCs for the day one is like gold Saiyan armor yeah it's gold and like crystal Saiyan armor that shit is awesome it's pretty cool yeah I would rock crystal Saiyan armor I think I am actually I think I switched to gold cause uh one, one of the armors boosts key and the other one boosts like physical techniques okay so and you needed the the physical techniques yeah cause Krillin taught me this cool like physical special so I switched the gold to like get the most out of it oh that's cool yeah so pull lists yeah uh I know you're still not reading Spider-Verse yeah I know you gotta get in on I that really shit. really do it's over now so the last issue came out this last week uh Amazing Spider-Man 15 the epilogue for Spider-Verse so now that it's fully done and all the issues are out. You no more. You no longer have an excuse. Yeah, I'm gonna binge read it. Binge read it. Get it back to me because we have to talk about it. We ha- and now that it's over. We have to like do like a Spider Verse like memorial thing. A late Spider Verse memorial. Yeah, where we like a retrospective of Spider Verse. I guess even though they're starting a new ongoing like this summer for Spider Verse. Another issue is Spider Man 2099 came out. Reaching the end here. Uh, I think it was issue nine. Nine, I think, ten or eleven. Eleven. I think eleven or twelve is the last issue. But uh, well, they said May, right? Yeah. So this was February's issue. March, April, May. So yeah, fifth. Uh, twelve, I think. Twelve. Yeah. Um, he's back in his own timeline, so you can see it's like <clears throat> wrapping, wrapping up. up. It's getting to the end. Um, 
Thor Annual 1 came out, and I picked that up. Did it you was, read it? Yeah, I read it. It was three different stories. Um, future Thor, current Thor, you know, the goddess of thunder, and then CM Punk, the wrestler, wrote the story for young, Hulk, uh, young Thor in the past. Didn't they do something like that recently? Well, that's what he did. Well, what, uh, CM Punk? Yeah, that's the story he wrote. What, wait, what was the story he wrote? The Thor... The story for Thor Annual 1. No, but wasn't there something close to, like, Thor Annual 1 where they were showing, like, the different Thors? Well, the whole, um, Thor... Or is that all of Thor? How Thor is just written? The Thor series before the current Thor series with the Goddess of Thunder. So, I don't want to say regular Thor, but, you know, Dude Thor. That that was his whole, his whole book. Like, um, damn, what the hell is his... Yeah, so Thor God of Thunder was the series before... The current Thor book, and that like jump between current the way uh, present Thor, not present present Thor, but you know Thor as he was, future Thor, and then young Thor before he got the hammer. So the annual was kind of set up the same way, except present Thor is the goddess Thor now. Oh, okay. So that's how they did the storyline. Um, it was pretty good. I like the the Thor. I like goddess Thor. Like that's she's really cool. Have you been following that series? <clears throat> Somewhat, I have most of the issues except issue three, which I'm pissed about. I have issue one, two, four, and five in the annual. Wow. Yeah, so you, I'm uh, missing one and I can't find it anywhere. Bro, just eBay that shit. I don't want to eBay that shit. It's gonna be like a million dollars. I like find a random copy of it at Com- at Comic Con this year probably. Oh, you definitely will. Yeah, so I really I do like the new Thor series though. I just w- can't wait for them to get past the whole um, this whole thing where everyone's doubting Thor. How did Thor become a female? Thor isn't a female. There's two Thors, kind of. So I'm I'm so confused. Well, Loki can become a female if he wants, but Thor doesn't have the same power. So what happened was Thor, I believe, because of Axis, became okay. unworthy to carry Molnir hammer right so a mysterious woman picks it up and now she becomes thor and she has the powers but thor is still around so he's just chilling well he tries to fight her to get the hammer back but the hammer just straight up rejects him so what he does he is he says i'm not worthy the name thor anymore you are thor and i'm just odinson so he has an axe he's got he he lost an arm the fuck? Yeah. It has been not a good day for Thor. It was a terrible week for, for Thor, for Odinson. Um, Malekith cuts his arm off. So he's just, like, chilling in his apartment, one arm, drinking beer, well, he's, alone? He's got, like, this artificial uh, arm that's made of the same material as Molnir, basically. Did, like, fucking Tony Stark make that shit? No, the dwarves that made, that forged, the hammer forged his arm. So I'm he's, not buying it. Tony Stark. <laughs> He can't do everything. Yeah, man. Yeah, he can. Well, future Thor, the one who's like king of Asgard, has an arm missing and an eye missing. And he's got like that metallic, that metal arm that Thor now has in the present. Does that Thor have the moon? He has the hammer, yeah. He's, He's king of Asgard. He's got the hammer back. So eventually goddess Thor is going to lose the hammer. So I guess it's just a matter of when. Does he still have, like, lightning powers? Or? Yeah. Well, no, actually, you mean present Thor? No. Yeah. He doesn't have any lightning powers. Um, that's all That's all Thor. Oh. Not Odinson. Refer to him as Odinson from now on. No. And when you refer to Thor, that's goddess Thor. Fucking Thor is Goldilocks. Thor is goddess Thor. Goddess that's it. Thor. That's all you need to know. I just, I want them to get past the whole thing, because the whole series at this point has been people, like... Oh, you're not like the other Thor, cause you're a woman. And then she's like, "I don't need to prove shit to you, but I'm gonna do it anyway." And she like proves that she's better than the way Thor used to be. And they Why keep does she doing need that. Proof, especially to prove herself so many times. She doesn't have to, and she says it over and over again. I don't have to, but I'm gonna do it anyway. So I just I want them to move past that, and I feel like they will once she reveals her identity, which they haven't done yet. And I feel like they're like milking it. They're like. Trying to like stretch this out as long as possible to make people buy more issues until they reveal. I think they're revealing it before Secret War starts. Probably, I'm thinking maybe issue like twelve ish. I think the next few issues they're leading up to like the reveal of her identity. Mm. 
I know that's going to be a big selling Thor issue. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And I'm probably going to pick up that issue, too. I don't know if I'm going to continue it after that, but up until then, I probably will. Oh, so you're going to be like, you're the reason they're milking it. Shut up. <laughs> I really like the series, though. I like Thor as a woman. At least you're enjoying the series. Some people are probably just following it because, you know, scalpers. <laughs> Fucking scalpers. I'm not going to say that I'm, I'm not going to, like, sell it later in life because you never know. But Well, yeah, you never know. <laughs> but there are people that are out there that are just buying like, it just, just buying to sell it. Like, just buying the issues and flipping them right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fucking Amiibos, right? Oh, my God. Don't even get me started on that shit. I also picked up Darth Vader number two. How was that? God, I haven't I love, read it yet. love this series so much. Darth Vader is just, like, kicking people's ass. He's doing, like, missions and flying around in his TIE fighter and just killing people. And it's just great. What about, what about fucking no Jawas? No I Jawas. See, I want to see a Jawa. He's in space again. Utini. Utini. <laughs> it's, it's so good that I, I'm losing... It's making me lose interest in the main Star Wars book. That's crazy. It, that's how good... Like, if it's going to be the same timeline, I don't see why I need to follow Star Wars and Vader. Because Vader's so good. But are you going to also follow Princess Leia? I'm going to pick up Leia, yeah. For sure. But... Um, I realized that my favorite part of the Star Wars book is the parts with Vader in it. Yeah. And that's all I have. That's what I get from this. Vader. You know, like, honestly, I have a lot of material with Luke, Han, and Leia in it. You know, like the movies, for example. But there's not a lot where Vader's the, the primary focus of the story. So that's why I'm really interested in the Vader series. That's very true. Um... Really interested in the Vader series. I'm still going to follow Star Wars. And of course I'm picking up Leia because, you know, why not? I think May's going to be the reckoning point for my pull list. Because so many titles are like getting cancelled in May. And then that's probably when I'm going to decide what to like cut that's still going on. <laughs> that's what you're calling it? The reckoning? The reckoning. Yeah, the pull list reckoning in May. Just going to like cut the titles that I'm not interested in anymore and keep following the ones that I am. Because a bunch of them are getting cancelled. That's true. A lot are getting cancelled. A lot are getting cancelled, and I blame the event comics. Luckily, today, we have no cancellation announcements. For once. <laughs> like, the first time in three weeks. I was starting to feel like an executioner, just like, <laughs> on, the, on the chopping block, waiting, waiting to tell everyone what's Every next. week, well, what's next to be cancelled? Yeah. Also, Spider-Gwen came out. Spider-Gwen? God, Spider-Gwen. Oh my god, Spider-Gwen. I picked up, like... Mad variants. <laughs> Stan sent me a picture while I was working of all of his Spider-Gwen variants. And I had so much to say about it that I couldn't even respond to him because I was not going to be caught like texting on the job. What did you have to say about it? I was just like, yo, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I want the variants, but I can't get out there. Yeah, I picked up the standard issue, which is the one, the the reading issue, you know, the issue you flip through. Yeah. And then I have the sketch issue, the blank cover, that I'm going to have someone draw a cover for me at Comic-Con. I love those. Yeah, I have two of them. I have Star Wars 1 is blank, and I have also Gwen now. So I have two of those. Um, and then I picked up the Midtown exclusive variant. Yeah. See, I was going to go to Midtown and do the whole signing, but kind of just slept my thursday away <laughs> i asked them if they were gonna get the extra issues that he signed in and they're like we're gonna sell them online in like a couple weeks and then the remainder are gonna are gonna go to the stores and i'm like fuck that you know how easy it's gonna be to take these issues to comic-con and find robbie rodriguez and the writer and then just like hey fucking sign this yeah i mean we we've found everyone that we wanted to see yeah, and Nothing. a couple of them had long lines. I know Amanda Connor had a really long line for Harley Quinn, but... But it was because she was... Wasn't she doing... Like, signing all the issues? She was like signing whatever every, anyone... Yeah, people were bringing stacks, like, the entire series up to that point. Someone brought, like, the entire series twice. Insane. Like, we were I, on that line for, like, an hour. All I really want is, like, the first issue to get signed. Everything else is, like, kind of whatever, you know? Yeah. As long as I get my issue one, I'm good. But I feel like he's going to be a little bit more swamped, this Comic-Con, because Spider-Gwen came out. Like, when we saw him last year... And he year, told us 
about like the Spider Gwen announcement. Kinda. Yeah, he like kind of hinted at it before they announced He's it. Just like, but, eh, yeah. we'll see. My biggest regret is that he had a bunch of T-shirts for Spider Gwen that he was selling. And I didn't pick up any, and now you like they're impossible to find. Yeah, that's some shit that you have to get on like now. Yeah. So if the, if he has any merch or prints, I'm definitely gonna buy him. Oh yeah. But I'm gonna. Yeah, so why why spend like so much extra buying through Midtown when you could just track them down yourself? Because Midtown is like scalping, but <laughs> business. Their variants alone were expensive. Like the Gwen, really? the Gwen variant was fifteen bucks. What the and fuck? And they had they had a black and white version of it that went for like twenty bucks. Was Midtown like on crack? <laughs> I don't know, bro. It was just, like getting Breaking Bad on us. What the fuck? <laughs> The series itself is good so far. It's... I don't know if you read Edge of Spider-Verse with Gwen in it. I haven't. What the hell, man? Because LCS fucked me over. Well, get one of the... Didn't pull it. Get one of the reprints, which is on... It's on its, like, fourth reprint now. Really? Yeah. I need to get So pick that up. Um, the, the series is good. It's, um, it's like a reverse of Spider-Man 2099. You know how I don't care about anything but spider-man in that timeline yeah this is kind of almost the the reverse where i do care about spider-gwen but i'm also really interested to see the rest of the universe the way it is because everything seems a little bit different um i mean because it's peter that dies and not gwen right yeah and um peter becomes like the lizard for example the hell yeah I i have this feeling that like if it wasn't for uncle ben dying then peter would be a super villain would um so Uncle Ben's not dead in the series? I don't know. See, I'm waiting for them to get to that point because I think I feel like the first. And how did Gwen get her powers? She got way? bit instead of Peter. Oh okay. Yeah, so I feel like what's gonna happen is they're gonna do the first arc, and that's gonna be the you know the intro arc. Here's your characters or whatever. Then after that, they're gonna fill in the backstory because so far they've only gave you like flashes of what's been happening since then. So I'm waiting for them to just pull it back so I can so they can fill in because I want to see exactly what provoked Peter to becoming the lizard and why he died and you know all this stuff how did Peter become the lizard and die because he was being pissed that he was like getting bullied all the time and he had no spider powers to like give him confidence so he decided to become you know like the spider woman and developed I guess the lizard serum that turned him into a lizard that's weird. Yeah. Um, a lot of... I feel like everything is kind of like... Like off-center in this universe because... Did he die after becoming the lizard? Yeah. Or something like that. Because I think Gwen like had to defeat him and then he ended up dying because of it or something. But all the characters seem a little bit off. Like Ben Grimm's in it, you know, the thing. But yeah. he's not the thing. He's just a cop. That's really Matt weird. Murdock is in it. He's Daredevil, but he's working with Kingpin. He's a bad guy. Yeah, Frank Castle's in it, but he's like a dirty cop. He's not the Punisher. This is so, crazy. Yeah, so everything seems like off balance. So I'm like interested to see more of that universe and to see the, how things are. Yeah, I didn't think it would be like that. Also, I'm really dreading what's going to happen to Gwen's father. Because <laughs> she's safe because she's, she became Spider-Woman, Spider right? But, I mean, like what's stopping her dad you know, Captain Stacy from getting killed. And I feel like his death is going to be Gwen's, like, Uncle Ben moment. You know what I mean? Definitely. I feel like they're building up to something like that. Definitely going to be that. So he's going to, like, die. It's going to be, like, this whole thing. And I feel like the reason why Spider-Gwen is a superhero and Peter wasn't a superhero at first when he became Spider-Man is because her dad's a cop. So she's got, like, this... So she has incentive. She has these strong morals that she grew up with with her dad being a cop. Same thing with, like, Batgirl and Jim Gordon. Yeah. Right? Batgirl Um, just kind of wanted to do it. Peter was just, like, an asshole until (laughs) Uncle Ben got killed, you know? Like, he was going to be selfish with his powers and stuff. That's why I think if it wasn't for Uncle Ben dying, Peter would have been a supervillain. It was, like, that whole moment that turned him into, like, a good guy. Because he's kind of, like, one of those, like, nerdy kids who just, like, wants to, like, get revenge on everybody. Well, yeah, he probably just wanted revenge on his bullies. He would have been, like, Doc Ock if, if Uncle Ben didn't get murdered. Yeah. Which... The show, the book, kind of like goes into because he he didn't get his spider powers, and Uncle Ben is probably still alive because so he became like a snot nosed kid. Became revenge driven. Which which I boys. have to say, like like how like what the hell is wrong with Aunt May and Uncle Ben that 
<laughs> that they're raising this asshole kid. Like, <laughs> what the hell's going on? Well, think about it. I mean, his both of his parents are dead. And, like, she's... I don't know. He gets bullied all the time. And it's like, yeah, what the fuck? He doesn't have, like, a, that strong parental, like, backbone. And probably Aunt May and Uncle Ben are like, eh, you know, like, he's not our kid. We don't really have to. Like, Whatever. Eh. This is an asshole. Yeah, you have great power. You have fucking responsibility shit. Your meatloaf's in the oven. You're doing your homework? Alright, good. <laughs> That's all they care about. You gotta get great. You must be doing good. The art in Spider Gwen's fantastic. The storyline's really interesting. Cannot wait to keep following this this book. I'm gonna follow it till it like fucking explodes and like gets cancelled. <laughs> And unlike Harley Quinn, I'm really, like, interested in the story. For Harley Quinn, I'm basically just picking it up automatically as, like, this reflex. It's like, new issue, Harley Quinn? All right, picking it up. Yeah, you just you just pick up, like, any issue of Harley Quinn. I, it backed my, I backed myself into a corner picking up issue one and zero, and, like, so now it's like I'm committed. I have to pick up the whole series. I have zero and one, but I'm not committed. You Well, you know what? Sometimes you can back out. Like, I backed out of Iron Fist because I wasn't really into it. Oh, that's true. I backed out of Silver Surfer, which was a mistake. I wish I had stuck with Silver Surfer, honestly. I backed out of Silver Surfer and Moon Knight. I really wish I kept following Silver Surfer, because they're doing great stuff with that book. Really? I mean, you can always just pick up a trade and then continue it from there. That's true. Also, Daredevil. I don't know what I was thinking when I dropped Daredevil. I never even started Daredevil. I'm going to loan you my my, uh, graphic novels, because I have Volume 1 and Volume 2 of Daredevil. Mark Wade's run. Great stuff. I'm going to read that shit. So that's it for the comics this week. As for uh, TV shows... I didn't see anything this week. <laughs> Flash is done. Didn't watch anything. Didn't watch Better Call Saul, which is which sucks. I didn't have any time. Okay, so a quick wrap-up of Better Call Saul. Um, he, he pretty much just gets famous because he named his company... The way that he named his, uh, his like, firm, his law firm... Um, it looks like another version of a bigger law firm, so they tried to sue him and say that he was trying to take, like, their recognition and pretty much get people confused so that they go to him instead of this big law firm. So he starts this documentary trying to, like, say that this big-ass law firm is trying to fuck over the little guy. So then, while he's shooting that, some guy who's taking down his banner falls off the uh, the scaffolding, and Saul immediately just rushes and rescues this guy, and it blows up all over like TV and the internet and all this other shit. So Saul started getting famous from that. I'm gonna catch up because that. I mean, it's only one episode. Yeah, it's only one episode, Saul. So don't they? I think they show. The previous episode before the current episode. They usually do, yeah. So I think what I'll do is just Monday night I'll catch up. Yeah. Um, as for Walking Dead, they finally reached Alexandria. For those of you who don't know, Alexandria is the new community, which Rick later on does things with. And this is pretty much the big point where they should be introducing Negan, and I don't think they have the balls to introduce Negan, but I think they're going to. I feel like they will. I don't know. Negan's very, very mouthy. Like, this dude curses a lot. The shit he says is so racist and so fucked up, AMC is not going to put it. <laughs> like, he's going to get censored hard. And which leads up to a big death coming up. Hopefully they don't do. Please don't spoil. I'm not, I'm not. Okay. It's It's a big death that I'm really... I really hope they avoid. Me and my friend seem to think that they're going to kind of break away from that because they killed Andrea. And Andrea is a main character in the current series right now. But, yeah. And the season finale for this season is going to be an hour and a half long. It got extended a half an hour. It's like a feature length. Yeah, and this is a first time for The Walking Dead that's ever happened. So, this is going to be one intense ass episode. I will catch up to The Walking Dead. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. And then with Arrow, um, 
Not much really happened in Arrow that I can remember. They're on hiatus too now, right? They are also on hiatus, but for two weeks, not a month. And, of course, the fucking last scene of Arrow is this dude in the Atom suit flying around like Iron Man. Son of a bitch. Yeah, the one episode you missed. I can't. <laughs> the one fucking episode. Great. Yeah. I'm just going to watch that scene on YouTube, whatever. Not even, I mean, it's like a five minute scene because he's talking about how he can't, throughout the whole episode, he's talking about how he can't get the suit to work. So Felicity pretty much shuts down all of his computers, puts a password on it. She said, well, it's going to take you six hours to decrypt it. Or you can use that six hours to get dinner, take a shower and sleep. So he takes up that second offer, gets dinner, takes a shower, sleeps. But he also bangs Felicity. (laughs) So, I guess post-sex with Felicity gave him the idea to finish his suit. He got the password from Felicity, finished his suit, just fucking flew off into the sunset. Man. And then Gotham showed the red hood. Take us home with Gotham. Gotham, man. How are you going to show... Like, how are you going to show fucking Joker and then show the red hood next episode? I think they're like... They're really like getting all putting all their eggs in one basket. They they showed the red hood. They kind of made it seem like it's not the villain. It's just a name that people take and the name that comes with uh, the fear that comes with the name. So one guy becomes the red hood, and well, he uses it as a mask to rob a bank, and then um, he claims that that the. The hood gave him powers because this cop shot nine times and all nine bullets missed him. And he was like point blank range. So he claims that it was the mask that gave him the luck to do this. And so when their gang meets up together, the gang shoots the guy and like steals the hood. Then another guy wears it and just throughout the whole episode it's like, Someone takes the hood, someone in his crew kills him for the hood, next person gets it. And then it ends off as some random kid grabbing the hood from the crime scene of the last guy dying. And, like, he puts it on his face. Was it, like, the mask? Like I guess. <laughs> it's fucking weird. At this rate, Batman, Bruce Wayne's gonna become Batman at age, like, 15. Yeah, man. He's gonna be, like, a Spider-Man-aged Batman. <laughs> I mean, people are going to know he's a little kid then. Yeah, but you know how many little kids are in Gotham? Like, all of them. Actually, how many little kids are, like, billionaires? None. Okay. Bruce. I guess so. But that was pretty much it with TV. Yeah. Kind of light. Yeah. Just any speed through everything. Any topics this week you want to discuss? Uh, So, for, like, special topics, my question to you would be, what was your first comic book series... And are you? does that comic book series still have a special place in your heart today? I have two uh, points in my early life where comics came into play. The first one was my uncle had his own little comic collection. Actually, no, three points. First point was um, my uncle had a comic collection. And I remember one of the earliest times I ever read a comic book was Hulk. And it was a story about the Grey Hulk. Now, I knew about the Hulk and, like... You know, superheroes from cartoons on TV. Yeah. Right? But I never actually read a comic. And so it just freaked me out. Hulk was gray. I'm like, why is he gray? <laughs> why is there two Hulks going on? Like, I don't really remember much. How did you feel when you found, like, Blue Hulk, Red Hulk? I didn't find that out too much later. Oh. Uh, Red Hulk is fairly recent. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, with that mentality. I never really had a big, like, thing for the Hulk anyway. But it was just. One of the earliest memories I had with comic books. Um, second one was Spawn. My uh, different uncle had issue one of Spawn, and he gave it to me. Do you still have that today? Hell yeah, I still have that shit today. I need to see that. I shit. have Spawn number one, and what year? I fuck early nineties. I think it was like the first. I don't even remember, but I have it. Um, still in still in the packaging. Get that shit graded. Yeah. I probably should, right? Yeah. Uh, 
So Spawn number one. I, Spawn is up to 250 issues now. Jesus I think last, last month was issue 250 of Spawn. So oh, shit. I have issue one. And honestly, I don't, I don't really like Spawn that much presently. You know, at the time it was really cool. So, and I, I'm really like happy to have it. The issue one of Spawn, you know, it's like one of my most prized position, possessions. Is that? And then the first ongoing comic that I ever followed was Spider-Man, and it was the Clone Saga. Nice. So I had a, I have a special place in my heart for Ben Riley Spider-Man. He's like my favorite version of Spider-Man. Yeah, Ben Riley is the shit. I went back and read those comics, and they're pretty pretty bad. They're fucking awful. But Ben Riley is probably my favorite Spider-Man character besides Gwen Stacy. <laughs> How about you? Uh, for me, I'm gonna say one of the most one of the uh, earlier comics I picked up was like a Batman and Robin series, mm-hmm. and that's what pretty much drove my development for like. Loving Dick Grayson. Loving like Dick. A, Started early. <laughs> it was one of my, like, earlier... One of the earlier Batman series. Um, I don't remember where I found it. Some, like, random comic shop. And I, like, stumbled upon there to see, like, what cool stuff they had. And I saw that, and I started reading it, and I really enjoyed it. Wish I could have read it earlier. Like, well, followed it mm. back then, but, yeah... And then my first ongoing series that I followed was The Walking Dead. That was your first, like, official ongoing? That was my first official ongoing. I, like, went in and out, like, so I collected, like, all the Spider-Men at the time. I really don't have many issues left. I don't know what the hell happened to them, but then I I stopped collecting comics until probably a couple years ago was when I started getting back into it. Yeah, I remember my friend telling me about The Walking Dead. And that they had a comic book series, and I was like, well, I need to check that shit out. And by that time, they had both compendiums out. Mm. So then I had gotten, like, financial aid refund, and I was like, compendiums? Compendiums. And just bought them both. What what really killed my ability to follow comics was, um, do you remember the comic shop that was in the neighborhood? Yeah. Yeah, I used to go there every week, and I used to pick up the new comics when I was a kid, and then they closed. See, I used to go there to buy Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And my my most, like, stuck memory of that comic book shop was going in, and I bought my first pack of Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and I pulled a hollow Celtic Guardian, and then someone stole it from me. Oh, man. Someone stole my holographic first edition Charizard from me. And oh, my God. returned it in, like, destroyed condition. Like, That's fucked up. Yeah, it pissed me off. I I was, like, so excited to Do get Do you remember card. the name of that comic shop? Yeah. I can't remember it for the fucking life of me. Keith's Comics. Keith's Comics. Rest in peace, Keith's Comics. Rest in peace, Mosh Marion Savage. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, was my, that was my, like, my church. Like, <laughs> went yeah, there every I used week. To, I used to go there all the time. And I remember, like... At the end of every week, my mom used to give me like a dollar for school. So I used to save my money and at the end of the week buy a pack of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I used to I used to get money every week and, and my allowance went to buy new comics there. Man, that place lots of memories from that place. Good good memories. So sad it closed down. We should reopen it. We should. <laughs> We've been talking about opening a comic shop in this it. area. We really should. Everyone does it. Kevin Smith has his own comic shop. Why can't we? Kevin Smith is like banking. Well, eventually we'll get there. <laughs> anyway, do you have any special topics? Yeah, um, similar question, but with video games. What was your first video game experience, and what was your first console? Uh, so my first video game experience was Super Mario World. So my first console was in uh, Super Nintendo. And... Uh, my first memory was really, like, it wasn't me playing, it was my older sister, mm. and I used to just watch her play, and I really remember this one night, I couldn't sleep, and she she had taken me into her room, and she was like, alright, so she was up, and then she decided, well, I'm gonna play Super Mario, and I was like, alright, cool, <laughs> and I watched her fight like the final boss scene with Bowser and that that memory is like really stuck in my head I have a very similar memory actually with my my aunt and my uncle 
when I was a kid, and they had the original NES. And I believe it was the first Mario Brothers, just watching them play. It was either first Mario Brothers or was three. I don't remember which one, but I remember watching them and seeing Mario run, run across the screen as like a, a youngin. My first console was the Sega Genesis, and Sonic 2 was my first game for it. Oh, man. Yeah, I had Sonic 2. I still have the same cartridge to this day, Sonic See, 2. I know at one point I had a Dreamcast. And I remember... Uh, I still have my Dreamcast. I remember I've always wanted to play it, but I only had one game. I don't even remember the name of the game. Well, I was too young to play it. That's what my parents told me. Mm. So I was like, whatever. And then I remember one day my older brother coming over and telling me that he... Well, telling my dad that he wanted like the Dreamcast. And my dad was like, well, here's... Here's a Dreamcast, and he gave him my Dreamcast. I'm like, motherfucker. I still have my Dreamcast. It's under my bed somewhere. I don't. My brother probably doesn't even have it anymore. He probably, like, sold it or threw it out. That sucks. I should ask him about it. You can, like, look at mine and, like, touch it if you want. (laughs) Just touch it? Yeah. Pet it? Yeah, I had... So, Genesis, Sonic 2, and I believe the first Mortal Kombat were, like, the first games I had. And then... Sometime later, I had the Super Nintendo, and the first games I had for that was Super Mario World, because I think everybody had Super Mario World. Yeah. Um, Donkey Kong Country 1, and I think that was it. Side question to your question. What was the first console you ever purchased? Uh, with my own money? Yeah. Oh, man. It's uh, a good question. Um... It wasn't the early consoles. It was it was probably like a PS2 or something. It was probably a PS2. Uh, yeah, I want to say it was a PS2. It was my first console that I bought with my own money. My first console that I bought with my own money was a Hey You Pikachu N64. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had like I don't even remember what hat like when it released, but I remember I did my first communion. And I got an ass load of money from that. And from that, my mom gave me like $200. And she was like, you can buy whatever you want with this. And I saw the Pikachu N64 and I was like, I want that shit. Like, done. And I just dropped the money on that. And I believe I bought Smash Bros. that day too. Smash Bros. was probably one of my first 64 games. But similar thing with me is I had a bunch of like money... For probably my birthday. And I was like, PS2 time, let's do this. Because I, <laughs> I had a PS1 and a 64 already. So. That's awesome. That's pretty much the end of our show. I guess so. You want to wrap it up? Yeah. Uh, so if you have any questions that you want to ask us for this segment. Or send us your topics. Or send us topics. You can get us at uh, supernerdpals at gmail.com. You can get us on Twitter at supernerdpals. We also have a website, and I started posting some articles up there, so um, check us out on the website, supernerdpals.wordpress.com. Every week I'll try to post maybe one or two articles for you to read. Also, if you are following this on other websites, our podcast can also be found on that website. Yeah, we post every Tuesday to the website, as, as well as iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud. And SoundCloud. Can't forget that. You can find us on all of the things. You can find us everywhere. Yeah, we're, we're everywhere right now. We're hoping to get on Podcast One eventually. Yeah, we'll see. Eventually! <laughs> so that's pretty much it for the day. Um, hmm. I'm Stan at Stan Doom on Twitter. And I'm Andy at Joe underscore Tuna on Twitter. And we'll catch you next week, guys. Later. Later.